Hello and welcome to Build Momentum, where we make PR easy for education organizations. This podcast was created to help education nonprofits, startups, research institutes, and schools learn how to develop simple, replicable PR strategies and how to execute on those strategies. I'm your host, Sarah Williamson. I've spent the past 15 years working in PR where I've been able to understand what works, landing results that make an impact. Be sure to grab my free guide with three quick and surprisingly simple strategies to get media coverage for your organization. You can get your hands on that guide at mediatips.swpr-group.com. That's mediatips.swpr-group.com. I'm so excited to kick off the new year with a new series on bringing the entrepreneurial mindset to education. People don't often think that entrepreneurs and educators have much in common. There's a significant research and data on why having an entrepreneurial mindset in education, no matter where you work, can impact teaching, learning, and grow your brand and increase your profile. Whether you're a school, a nonprofit, an education technology company, you will gain some nuggets from these four speakers. I'm so excited for you to learn more. Let's dive into the show. On today's episode, we have the opportunity to chat with Deborah Conrad, the Entrepreneurial Mindset Profile Product Director at the Leadership Development Institute at Eckerd College. Deborah, it's so great to have you. I'm so excited you were able to join us. Welcome. Thank you, Sarah. And I'm sorry, I know that is such a mouthful. (laughs) There are lots of acronyms here at Eckerd College and the Leadership Development Institute. I don't even think I shared the acronym. The acronym for the Entrepreneurial Mindset Profile is called the EMP. So just set the stage when Deborah mentions that it's the EMP. So, okay. So Deborah, I'd love for you to start off by sharing more about your experience and your path to working with the Entrepreneurial Mindset Profile at Eckerd. Clearly you're passionate about what your work and what you do. I'd love to understand what drives your passion to support entrepreneurs. Absolutely. And thank you for having me. To be perfectly honest, there's absolutely no connection in industry or job titles in, in terms of where I came from before getting to Eckerd. For almost 22 years, I was the director of Japanese operations at Golf Channel, the 24-hour cable network that's part of NBC Sports Group. And now I'm on a college campus working with a psychometric assessment, but I'm truly the perfect example of what using transferable skills and leveraging entrepreneurial strengths can do. So for example, my execution and optimism, persistence, passion, those carry over, but the jobs themselves were very, very different. They're perfect for me uh, being able to do business development and supporting the certified practitioners of the EMP. I love that example. I did not realize you came from the the 24-hour golf network. That's amazing. So interesting. So I'd love to get into more about what entrepreneurial mindset profile is exactly and, and for you to tell our audience and our listeners how the program emerged initially. Sure. So it's for some people possibly a little bit misleading or surprising because they see the word entrepreneurial in the title. But really, the stress in, in my mind is mindset, right? So it's the entrepreneurial mindset profile. It's a psychometric assessment that was developed by the Leadership Development Institute at Eckerd College. And it compares your scores, so an individual score on 14 different skills and personality scales. It compares them with those of an entrepreneur norm group 
and a corporate manager norm group. So for example, risk assessment, idea generation, nonconformity, the assessment provides insight for individuals to help them drive productivity, innovation, performance, happiness, but it's used in a variety of industries. It's used with students, educators, leaders, for-profit, non-profit, entrepreneurs, groups and teams, really anybody. And it takes about 10 to 15 minutes to complete online. And it comes with a feedback report, as you found out when you took your EMP not too long ago, as well as a development guide and a video to help you interpret your results. So all of uh, those three resources comprise the EMP or Entrepreneurial Mindset Profile. In terms of how it was um, developed or how it came to be, the Leadership Development Institute um, on Eckerd's campus is part of the Division of Executive and Continuing Education. And so we had a corporate client who had approached LDI about wanting to improve innovation within their company. And we use a, a lot of assessments in our programs. And when the team had looked at how to help improve improve innovation, they kind of scanned the market and didn't see something out there that measured it. And they felt, well, how can we help a client improve something if we can't first measure it and, and see where they're at to be able to benchmark and and mark improvement. And so that's when there were three authors of the assessment. Two of them were Eckerd faculty members. And LDI is a network associate of the Center for Creative Leadership. The third author was also involved with CCL or the Center for Creative Leadership. And the three of them put together this assessment. That's pretty powerful. And it's gone on to benefit thousands and thousands of people who are entrepreneurs and just professionals in general, correct? Absolutely. Students, HR leaders will become certified practitioners and, and use it for development within corporate environments because so many companies now are talking about the importance of innovation and resilience and being more productive. And obviously, who doesn't want to be more profitable? But on the education side, it's used in colleges over, I think at this point, we have over 150 colleges and universities worldwide who have certified practitioners. Um, it's used in research as well as in the classroom, entrepreneurship centers on campuses, small business development centers. It really, really isn't just for entrepreneurs. Right. And don't worry, listeners, we're going to tell you how to get your hands on this profile test, but we'll, we'll share that in a little bit. But first, I want to dive into what do you think and how would you constitute an entrepreneurial mindset for education organizations? Well, first, I would say it is not something that is just for entrepreneurs. So again, it's mindset. And it's not just for entrepreneurship educators, because I know your listeners obviously tend to be in the field of education. This is used in any setting and at any level. And so it's the mindset that's key because the EMP, the, the profile is providing you a snapshot. So 
entrepreneurial mindset itself is about thinking and acting differently, allowing for experimentation, getting out of the traditional way of doing things. You know, we tend to get in our own way and, and we may not think of ourselves necessarily as innovators, but when you take something like the EMP, it, it breaks it down with the 14 scales. It really gives you an opportunity to see strengths and areas that you might want to develop. Anybody can benefit from an entrepreneur entrepreneurial mindset, especially with COVID, right? I mean, this backdrop for the last now 10 months, there are so many unique opportunities and, and situations, not only the competitive environment that existed before, but with COVID, we've had to do things in such non-traditional ways and be ready quickly to do that. And if you have an entrepreneurial mindset, you wouldn't get in your own way, right? You might be willing to take more risks or do something that's a little bit more non-conforming than you ordinarily would. So it's something for everybody. Absolutely. And I know you mentioned it's for everyone, but also definitely people in education. Are there specific ways you think it could benefit education organizations, startups, nonprofits, uh, think tanks, schools, districts? Absolutely. In crisis mode, right? It's tempting. When a crisis comes, it's very typical for us to, to focus on the constraints or limitations. Oh, we don't have any funding. Our resources are low. We think about what we can't accomplish. But your listeners embodying or embracing that entrepreneurial mindset, it helps you to look at pivoting and being more comfortable with looking at new opportunities or seeing things differently, reframing things. So for teachers and educators, resetting their expectations, revisiting established Established procedures and also modeling that for, for students, right? We're all in this together. Everybody has had to make changes and be resilient and, and find new ways of doing things. But educators also play an important role in advancing the science of entrepreneurial mindset. So not only is it useful, for example, if an educator were to get certified in the entrepreneurial mindset profile, they can administer it in the classroom, use it with their students, do a pre and a post or beginning or end of semester comparison, for example, and help their students. We find that college students tend to be lower in self-efficacy. So the scales on the EMP, that would be self-confidence, optimism, and persistence, right? It's important regardless of whether or not you plan to be an entrepreneur or you teach entrepreneurship education or something in the humanities that we believe in our own abilities and the ability to meet challenges ahead or complete a task successfully. I mean, that's in, in life in general, but particularly during COVID for sure. Absolutely. Yes. And you already mentioned, Deborah, that I had an opportunity to take EMP and I discovered that I have a very high need for independence and I rated extremely high on taking action or getting things done. I'm an action taker. If people didn't know that after listening to this <laughs> podcast, I don't know. <laughs> it's very true for me. How do you recommend that I apply that in my work life? Well, I'm, I'm glad that you saw your results rang true for you. Mm -hmm. um, were there any surprises, by the way, before I answer your question? Let's see. So <laughs> I did notice that on my, my lower score, I think you could probably agree, it was interpersonal. Was that true? It was just 
below an entrepreneur, we have less of a focus. Is that is that accurate? Well, that's interesting you say that. It was just the smidgen, tiny little bit below the corporate manager norm group. But here's the interesting thing. And this wasn't even something I think that uh, we, we've talked about earlier on when we discussed the EMP. That 14th scale interpersonal sensitivity is actually the one scale where entrepreneurs rated themselves lower than corporate managers. And so you came in very close to corporate managers. So that's higher than entrepreneurs. Because if you think about uh, scales such as persistence, execution, idea generation, and future focus, you, you can see where, okay, entrepreneurs would be higher on those scales than corporate managers. But our the authors were, were very curious to see where interpersonal sensitivity fell. And it turned out that that's the one scale that is the opposite. Corporate managers are higher than the entrepreneur norm group. And they attribute that to when you think about corporate world, it's really, really important that people are interpersonally sensitive, in tune with, for example, if you're a manager, your employees, your staff, you get rewarded in the corporate world for that. Whereas entrepreneurs tend to be much more focused on their business, on the bottom line, and how to fix things, but not necessarily the people side. Um, but you actually... We're, we're closer to a corporate manager and that's higher than the entrepreneur. So, Are you an education leader, the leader of an ed tech company, or a member of an organization supporting education? We continue to hear from leaders like you who have a story to tell, a message to share, or an important initiative that needs greater awareness. Three years ago, that's exactly what we heard from Doug Roberts the CEO of the Institute for Education Innovation, when he approached SWPR Group. This led to the launch of a groundbreaking new award that was unlike any other in EdTech. The Soup's Choice Awards, judged exclusively by K-12 superintendents, set IEI on a path to market dominance, increasing vendor partners and superintendent members by more than 30% year over year. Jamie Candy, the CEO of Edmentum, shared with SWPR Group, the EdTech company's desire to tell district success stories and to elevate the leaders behind their organization in a more thoughtful and strategic way. Throughout the past two years, SWPR Group has established consistent and regular media coverage, authored compelling op-eds, and secured interviews highlighting success stories while also inserting momentum into timely topics like AI with national reporters. At SWPR Group, we provide public relations, communication strategies, and thought leadership support for today's changemakers and the brands they champion. We work together with our clients to bring their mission to life by consistently delivering high-quality content, creative communication strategies, and transformational results. What story do you want to tell? Reach out to us using the link in the show notes or visit our website at swpr-group.com. Good. Well, I'm better than I thought I was. That's great. <laughs> and, and and just to say, it's not about better. Right. Good point. Test, right? It's, it's an assessment. It's an assessment. It, it, it measures. It's a tool to give you this snapshot 
of your mindset. So there's no good or bad score. There's no right or wrong. It is all contextual. And that's another reason why it, it is um, so usable across so many industries, because you're not testing for something and you're not getting back your results to see, oh, where do I fail or what do I need to fix or what am I not good at? It's mm-hmm. truly there to help you as a development tool and to help groups and teams, because you can also, after individuals have taken the assessment, run a group report to see collectively where your group or team's mindset is so you can be more productive. Yeah. I like that you said it's not a test. It's so funny. I feel like entrepreneurs are very competitive <laughs> and and aggressive and we might see things the world that way. That's how I kind of work. But I appreciate that you said that and I'm going to take it all in stride that way and really process the results and, and figure out. That kind of segues into my next question about how others can apply their findings once they determine where they or their, um, how would you call, how would you describe them? Their your results and your feedback report. Yeah. Yes. So you get back a feedback report and, and, and I didn't completely answer your question in terms of your independence and, and your action orientation, right? Those were two mm-hmm. scales you said you were high on. So it's the same for, for you and anybody who's listening. And once they get their results is definitely take advantage of the development guide that comes with your feedback report. So the feedback report will chart your results in a, a graph form as well as a table format. And it's a little bit unique because many assessments, you just get back scores or or just overall results, but you never see the assessment questions or the assessment items again. And we're different in that way that we share the 72 assessment items. So if you do get back your results, for example, and you find out that you're really low in future focus and you just can't understand how that happened, you can drill down and see the five or six items for each scale to see how you answered and why that may be. And so when you get your feedback report at the end, it has two links to go online. One is for a 10-minute video that helps you on how to interpret your results should you have taken in the assessment directly off of our website and you're not working with a certified practitioner. And then also the link to the PDF development guide. And that is a complete guide with a section on each of the 14 scales explaining what the definition is, how they're defined, and what does it mean if I have a high score versus a really high score to the point where I may not be using this entrepreneurial strength. I may be overusing it to the point where it may be detrimental to my job or my relationships. So I I usually use the example of persistence, right? If Mm -hmm. you score super high in persistence, because the EMP is considered to be a strengths-based assessment, it is an entrepreneurial strength of yours, but depending upon how you use that, we'll call it your superpower, it could get you into trouble if you're too persistent, right? Yeah. So 
you need to be aware of that. And then, of course, if there are um, scales that you might have scored lower on, you can look at ways to develop. And the guide has suggestions as well as lists of resources for each of those scales to help you. And in addition, in the back, there's an action planning section. So for educators, it's great. You can have your students take it at the beginning of the semester, get that snapshot before they start consuming any of your curriculum. And then towards the end, take it again. But after they get those first set of results, have them maybe make some predictions before they get the results and then also have them hone in on a goal or a challenge or maybe something they want to accomplish after graduation and pick one or two scales that they might want to move the needle on in any direction, up or down, and then set some action plans. So when you get those results back at the end of the semester, where for some you know schools, they do it at the beginning of their freshman year, and again, you know, towards graduation, but it's a great benchmarking tool. That's great advice. And I will have to work on mine. So thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. So I like to get really practical on the show, Deborah. So I'm curious if someone is who is listening just decides they're probably not going to take the assessment. They really want to walk away from this podcast with some simple steps that you recommend they consider to begin to have a more entrepreneurial mindset. Are there any suggestions you would provide to them? Absolutely. So first of all, you can visit our website, emindsetprofile.com. And on the website, you can connect with us. There's, for example, a one-sheeter that you can download for free. It's got all 14 scales. So even if you don't take the assessment, it shows you there are seven personality scales, seven skill scales, and it breaks them down and has the definition for each. So you can, at the bare minimum, be aware of what they are and kind of keep them in mind in terms of if you want to be thinking more entrepreneurially than some of these things like nonconformity. So maybe being more willing to act in unique ways or risk acceptance. If you're more open to the idea of taking a little more risk to pursue a goal, you know, and not necessarily believing that things are are negative, having a more optimistic outlook, just knowing what those scales are, that self-awareness, I think, is, is a great first place to start for sure. There's also a blog section and resources section on the website where you can read uh, some of our, our previous features. Uh, you're welcome to join our newsletter. So lots of opportunities. You can, if you do, however, want to take the EMP, you can do that directly from our website or you can contact us and we can put you in touch with an EMP certified practitioner. So someone who has gone through 10 hours certification process and they learn about the development of the instrument, learn how to interpret the feedback reports and do a follow-up session or feedback session with students or employees or clients. And then they can administer and do coaching, mentoring. So there are all sorts of options for connecting with us. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Thank you. And I'm very curious if there are any examples of individuals or even education organizations who have taken the EMP and are applying those principles in their organizations that you happen to know about, or they're seeing a difference in their outcomes and results due to the results that they discovered in this assessment. Sure. 
Well, knowing your audience is obviously education-based, I, I would start with saying with the colleges and universities all over the world, everywhere from Morocco to Colombia, the EMP is, is being used. There have been over 20,000 EMPs completed to date. But a lot of professors who are using it in their curriculum will do reflection papers. And so it's been really insightful to see undergraduates as well as graduate students getting some of the quotes that, that they've shared about how the EMP has impacted them and, and what they, they learned and how they're going to use that insight moving forward. So one student said, when thinking of the EMP, I realized the value of this assessment and how it really relates to my future career goals. Even though I am not currently planning on becoming an entrepreneur, I do want to become a corporate manager someday. I find it very valuable that this assessment shows the scores of both types of people in comparison to your own. And then this other one says, overall, this has been an eye-opening experience for me and a great learning tool. I'm so glad my university has required me to take this class and these evaluations throughout the class. This way, I was able to look back on the progress I have made and how my hard work this semester has paid off. It really goes to show that just a little bit of insight, you know, getting these scores back on these 14 scales and then using that development guide has been pretty impactful because a lot of students, too, haven't necessarily had a whole lot of experience, maybe some part-time jobs. Obviously, now more and more are launching their own companies and entrepreneurs are getting younger and younger. But again, this is used with students of, of all disciplines, not just entrepreneurship education. Those are great examples. Thank you. So I think we're all inspired and uh, you shared where we can take the EMP, but is there another place where people can go to reach out to you directly, Deborah, that you wanted to share? For sure. My email address, so emindsetprofile at eckerd.edu. And Eckerd is spelled E-C-K-E-R-D. And so, yes, uh, in terms of the website, so emindsetprofile.com, you can take the assessment. It takes about 10, 15 minutes. Get your results, the development guide, and the link to the video right away. And then certification opportunities. So any of your listeners who might be interested in getting certified to use it with their own staff and their own organization or with clients and students, you can reach out to me. You can also follow us on social media. So we're on LinkedIn and Twitter and Facebook. Wonderful. Well, I will definitely link to all those websites that you mentioned in our show notes too. This is so exciting. I'm so glad you're able to kick off our first entrepreneurial mindset series podcast. It's great to have you as our first guest, Deborah. And I look forward to uh, more guests to come throughout the month, but it's absolute pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad that you ended up attending the Entrepreneurial Mindset for Educators Symposium, where we ran into one another. And I appreciate being placed in such great company. Uh, I know that as part of your series, you're having Liza Herzog, who is an EMP certified practitioner. And Bobby Kirshen has several researchers on her team who are certified practitioners of the EMP. 
So thank you. Yes, absolutely. And I look forward to attending the summit again next year, maybe even in person. We'll see. Yes, yes. Well, let's all be resilient and keep on pivoting and use our entrepreneurial mindset to get past this COVID craziness. We can do it. We can. Let's be optimistic. There you go. Leveraging that optimism. Thank you, Sarah. Be sure to grab my free guide with three quick strategies to get media coverage for your organization at mediatips.swpr-group.com. That's mediatips.swpr-group.com.